I just got to say, life is good. I mean, for comic book fans like me, life is good. You know, so this is the deal. I'm going I'm to go ahead and say this now. There may be some spoilers in this video. So if you don't want spoilers for Avengers Endgame, you know, stop watching this video right now. Or if you want to hear what I think and hear what might happen, I'm going to come at you one more time with something a little bit new that made me look at Avengers Endgame a little bit differently since they released some new material one month before it hits theaters. So think about it. With less than one month before Avengers Endgame, you know, we get the release of character posters. Okay, and these posters were extremely interesting. You got ones in color, and they're the characters that are left to find a way to defeat Thanos and figure out a way to reverse the snap. Okay? Curiously, they also had a set of posters in black and white with the slight purplish hue. Okay? And those were the individuals who were the victims of the snap or met their demise during Avengers Infinity War. So, I would like to just let you know, first thing, this is why I have trust issues with Marvel Studios. Okay, plain and simple. Between the way we were fooled during Avengers Infinity War by seeing the scenes of Hulk and Wakanda, and then getting statements after the movie, like saying, hey, oh, Shuri survived the snap, even though we didn't see her fade away on screen and things like that. We found out that all of these were carefully planned moments of misdirection to keep individuals from speculating storylines and plots before the movie's release. So, Shuri didn't make it through the snap. All right, we found that out. When she got a black and white poster, therefore, she didn't make it through the snap. Found it real curious. Wong got a poster. His was in color. Okay, Happy Hogan got a poster. It was in color. So, you also got somebody who wasn't even in Infinity War. You got Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok. She got a color poster. Hmm. Okay. So, she made the cut. Glad to see it. Glad to see it. So, the bottom line up front is that even if this is the last time we see Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Helmworth together on screen as the big three, in the Marvel movie, you know, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, all right? Marvel is carefully fine-tuning their epic swan song with the marketing. Just a little bit here, a little bit there. Salt Bay, keep you on your toes, give you a little bit here, a little bit there. Now, what we did learn, the official runtime, all right? Bottom line, people say, oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. This is going to be a long-ass movie. The official runtime is three hours and two minutes. So, obviously, I won't be drinking anything hmm, during the movie. And I'm going to make sure that I can sit for three hours without having an issue, having to get up and go to the bathroom, catching the bubble guts or something like that. So, I'm just got to make sure. Hopefully, 
it doesn't lead to people in the theater doing some undesirable things in the back, you know, trying to relieve themselves. Because, you know, you got hood theaters and I, I just can't deal with that right now. But anyway, all of this we already knew. But you wanted the spoiler information. You hung around in this video to say, well, Onyx, maybe you got some spoiler information. Maybe you got some real spoiler information. It's all speculation, but it could be a spoiler. So this is your no turning back point. You can, you can leave right now. Just be warned. Am I? Okay, that's it. So check this out. We've all speculated about time travel as a part of the story in order to fix the snap. But we assume they're only going far as back as the first Avengers film due to the leaked set photos and everything we saw. Now, since we know from Infinity War, Doctor Strange saw over 14 million. I'm not going to go for the exact number. I can't remember it right now. With only one winning scenario, okay, where they were victorious, all right? But I also have to say, I think S.H.I.E.L.D. knew something was going to happen, which is why Fury was the way he was throughout his search for people to become the Avengers. And once he was promoted past the level three agent he was shown to be in Captain Marvel, okay? He showed his ID card. He was a level three S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, all right? I want you guys to remember this. When he was director of S.H.I.E.L.D., he was a level 10, okay? A level 10. And he could have been made privy to files and information possibly brought back in time by the present day Avengers, your Ant-Man, your Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, you know that group, all right? And sealed away with a trusted source. Not said it was given to Fury, maybe it was given to hmm, Peggy Carter, the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. prior to Fury. Hmm, think about this, okay? And it was passed from her, sealed, given to Fury, and possibly told, Nick, you're going to know what this means when the time comes. This is for you. I could believe that, okay? I can believe that part, all right? There may not have been mention of Captain America in it. There may not have been a mention of anything else. But remember, Fury searched out for Stark. Stark, Tony Stark, even though there was a crappy report in Iron Man about his suitability to be an Avenger, he still seeked out Stark and he was part of the team. Just letting you know that, okay? So, that is also a reason why Sokovia, the initial invasion of New York, he knew that those weren't the moments to hit the pager and call Carol Danvers back. He knew it. He knew it. He's like, I read, I read the dossier. Nah. Uh, is this? Nah. No, no, no. I got to find other ways. I got to have trust in these heroes that, you know, they can handle that. And then when it came time for Captain Marvel, you know, when it, when it really hits the fan, 
I'll be able to do what I got to do. All right. So just thinking about that. All right. Even though now I got to put it out there because there's going to be some people. Well, you know, Winter Soldier, Hydra knew about stuff in S.H.I.E.L.D. Ah, but none of them were director level. None of them were level 10. None of them could have been made privy to a folder given to Peggy saying, give this to your new director, Nick Fury. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You don't have to do anything. Just go along with the flow. This will happen. Uh, you're following me now. You're following me. You're saying, yo, Onyx, this is full. This is far-fetched. But think about it. This makes sense. Okay? So... This is the thing. I went at that point. I said, you know what? Let me see if Peggy Carter is in this movie. So I went to IMDb and I did not find Peggy Carter in this movie. But what I did pull up was a couple of interesting tidbits that could be flashbacks. All right. Or possibly a little bit more. All right. Peggy Carter is not listed in the film, but the following two people are listed in IMDb's credits for Avengers Endgame. Monica Mathis as 70s Car Girl 1. Okay. And then also they have listed a Miles Webb as 1970s scientist slash lab worker. So if you remember, let's go from Ant-Man. Peggy Carter was shown as a director of S.H.I.E.L.D. In the 1989 flashback with Hank Pym going off on S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, is this going to be a throwaway scene or is it going to be a flashback to a key scene? Is that something that really, you know, made sense? Because you got to remember, Marvel has been doing little bit here, there and everywhere. All I can say is, let's wait and see. Anyway, this is a great time to be a comic book fan. And a great time to be going full nerd. Y'all remember, check out the YouTube channel, goingfullnerd.com. And check out the anchor.fm, goingfullnerd podcast. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here.